Hey, it's Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. President Biden said he's working on releasing cannabis inmates. Oregon will soon be selling magic mushrooms. Minnesota residents get THC gummies next month. And you could lose your passport if you're caught with cannabis in the United Kingdom. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Over the weekend, President Joe Biden answered a question on cannabis. He was returning from an overseas trip and speaking to reporters on the White House lawn. One reporter asked the president if he intended to honor his campaign pledge to release all marijuana inmates in prison. And the president responded that he didn't think anyone should be in prison for the use of marijuana. He also added, we're working on the crime bill now. Those few words are about the most that he's personally said on the subject since his term began last year. While campaigning, though, he had made the issue a part of his platform. In an interview with The Breakfast Club in 2020, Biden said that it makes no sense for people to go to jail for marijuana. At the time, he also explained his support of decriminalization, but not legalization. He said, They're trying to find out whether or not there's any impact on the use of marijuana, not in leading you to other drugs, but what it affects. Does it affect long-term development of the brain? And we should wait until the studies are done. I think science matters. It's not just cannabis supporters who have found Biden's lack of action exasperating. Multiple senators, congressmen, other lawmakers, advocates, celebrities, and citizens have sent letters repeatedly urging the president to take action immediately on cannabis. In November, three Democratic senators, Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, and Jeff Merkley, sent a letter to Biden and said, Our country's cannabis policies must be completely overhauled. But you have the power to act now. You can and should issue a blanket pardon for all nonviolent federal cannabis offenses, fulfilling your promises to the American people and transforming the lives of tens of thousands of Americans. They also pointed out how he can take immediate action, saying, The Constitution grants you the authority to pardon broad classes of Americans to correct widespread injustice, as previous presidents have done. In May, Biden did commute the sentences of 75 individuals for nonviolent drug offenses. However, the White House description of those individuals only mentioned marijuana in nine cases of the 75 total. And earlier this month, Senators Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, Ron Wyden, Ed Markey, and Kristen Gillibrand sent the president another letter on cannabis issues. The letter was sent to President Biden, Attorney General Merrick Garland, and Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra. In the letter, the senators requested that the attorney general work independently to remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act, and they again requested that the president issue mass clemency for people with nonviolent federal marijuana convictions. The senators referred to the previous letter that was sent in the fall and the Justice Department's half-paid response. They said it was extraordinarily disappointing. Biden's comments this weekend saying that he was working on it are really all the acknowledgement on the subject that the White House has given us at this time. We can only hope that they do take action soon. Oregon is on track to become the first state in the U.S. where people can take magic mushrooms legally. In 2020, Oregon legalized psilocybin through a ballot initiative called Measure 109, 
which will allow both Oregon residents and tourists aged 21 and older to access legal magic mushrooms in the state. Right now, the timeline for that is still being decided, and the final regulations are being completed. It's hoped that that information will be released in the next couple months. What is known now, though, is that businesses will need a special license from the Oregon Health Authority to sell the psilocybin, and a trained facilitator would administer the drug and supervise your entire experience at a set location. Costs for the psilocybin experiences aren't determined by the law. They are expected to vary based on where you choose to have your experience. It could cost anywhere from $1,500 to $7,000. The manager of Oregon Psilocybin Services at the Oregon Health Authority, whose name is Angela Albee, said that licenses will be available to businesses by early January, and those businesses might be able to open their doors in the first half of 2023 at the earliest. The Minnesota Department of Health announced yesterday that patients registered in the state's medical marijuana program will finally be able to start buying cannabis gummies and chews from the state dispensaries starting August 1st. Under state guidelines, consultations with a medical marijuana dispensary pharmacist are required any time a patient changes the type of medical cannabis that they receive. So patients who are interested in the new medical marijuana gummies and chews should make an appointment now with their local dispensary to get pre-approved, as they are expected to be very busy after August 1st. Minnesota's medical cannabis program enrollment has steadily increased since the program was launched in 2015. At this time, there are only 17 qualifying medical conditions that an individual can be certified for so they can use medical marijuana in the state of Minnesota. Americans traveling abroad must never take their cannabis or CBD with them. There are far too many examples of what could happen, such as Brittany Griner's detainment in Russia, over just a few grams of cannabis vape oil. But some may feel that they could take a chance on other countries that seem like they'd be easier. Well, mark the United Kingdom right off that list. The UK Secretary of State for the Home Department, Priti Patel, has made it very clear that she's out to punish cannabis users harshly. Ms. Patel just published a new document detailing her plans, and it's titled Swift, Certain, tough new consequences for drug possession. In her opening statement, Patel says that drug statistics are horrifying and that they cause a tremendous amount of death, enormous harm to individuals, great financial costs to the country, and ruin countless lives and families. She then says, it is our mission to turn the tide. While those statements definitely could be applicable to hard drugs, and certainly are applicable to alcohol and prescription drugs, that's not what she's referring to. In the last paragraph of her document's opening statement, she says, We are proposing a new regime for how the criminal justice system deals with drug possession offenses for so-called recreational users. Recreational, casual, non-addicted, whichever terminology is used. She goes on to add that it's important to her that these casual recreational drug users face tougher and more meaningful consequences than today. She hopes that these tougher consequences would deter drug use and, along with other measures, reduce demand for drugs. After this opening statement she made, the document goes into the introduction to the punishment program, and right off the bat, she specifically says that she's targeting cannabis, along with cocaine. Under item 11 of the introduction, she writes, Cannabis has consistently been the most used drug, followed by powdered cocaine. The very next line, on item number 12, she writes, These cohorts of so-called recreational users, those who have not yet developed dependence on drugs, are the ones which this paper focuses on. So she's basically saying that she is targeting cannabis and powdered cocaine users, and she's specifically focusing on the ones who are not addicts, but who are recreational users. 
The rest of her 56-page report is dedicated to laying out her proposed three tiers of punishments for these types of individuals. They begin with drug awareness course and a fine, and then things move into prosecution, random drug testing, wearing electronic monitoring tags, being banned from locations such as bars and nightclubs, and they could even have their passports and driver's license confiscated. It's interesting that Ms. Patel is going so hard after cannabis. As of 2019, there were twice as many UK residents who were in favor of cannabis legalization as to those opposing it. 48% in favor versus 24% opposed. And in 2020, 8% of adults in the UK said that they use marijuana without a prescription, which means that they're relying on the illegal market. And they're spending around £2 billion annually, which at today's exchange rate is close to $2.4 billion annually that's being spent on their black market. 8% of all adults in the UK is an ambitious undertaking to attempt to go after and punish, especially when 48%, or roughly half the country, said they're in favor of legalizing it. Ms. Patel was appointed to her position by Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who's just resigned amidst massive pressure from his cabinet, who'd been resigning in droves due to a lack of confidence in his leadership based on what they saw as poor choices. Appointing Ms. Patel might have been one of those bad decisions. But the UK does have more support than just the citizens. There are officials who do as well, too. Recently, the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, announced the setting up of a commission to examine the UK's drug laws, with a particular focus on cannabis. He tasked the University College in London with research and analysis on any potential changes. And he also recently visited California to look at their cannabis market and said he was very impressed by it. Now, while all of this has been about the recreational use of marijuana, the United Kingdom does have a medical marijuana program. However, it has been widely criticized. They have to import 100% of their cannabis, and due to this, they experience constant shortages. There's also a ridiculously low number of specialists who are legally allowed to prescribe cannabis, and it's a very long, hard process to get that approval. So again, as a reminder, keep your cannabis at home when you're visiting other countries, especially the UK. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.